0: earshot creative review with hobson's hi i'm steve martin thanks for playing the earshot creative review into your ears it's great radio promotions production and imaging with the people who make it all happen and this is january's edition for 2011 welcome to the new year we've got jj here jonathan
1: from first radio hello and what do you do at first uh, so I look un- after um, a patch of our sponsorship um, promotions and online activity for our stations. And you've got loads of local stations there and NME radio. Yeah, so how it works is there's 116, I think that's right, last time I checked, uh, different local radio stations. Uh, so it's your uh, kind of groups such as UKRD, UTV, Lynx FM um, together, plus obviously NME radio. Um, it's 116 different local stations um, across across the country. And as the account manager, you're the kind of bridge between the agencies
0: who are buying and the local radio stations? Yeah,
1: correct. So um, I kind of would work with agencies on promotional ideas um, across all these different stations, whether that's regionally, local or nationally based as well.
0: And what is the main challenge of uh, bringing together a national advertising agency with a local radio station? Do, Do they actually understand
1: each other's worlds? I think I think it's quite interesting because you got, you got to imagine all our agency pods here in London. They're so used to the London lifestyle, um, you know that little London bubble, and where we have these local stations that. For example, maybe in uh, in Guildford and Surrey, we have Eagle Radio. So there's the Peter Gordon Breakfast Show, and everyone in that area wakes up and knows Peter Gordon, and you know, and is used to all his ways and what he does every day. Um, and there's you know, people in local areas that use the local radio um, to kind of plan their day. Whereas you know, in London, it's a kind of very different lifestyle, and people are moving quite fast, and you know, very different lifestyle. So sometimes it's about educating the agencies on on kind of the benefits and the, the power of, of local and the trust that people have in their local radio station. And we're starting to hear some fairly
0: optimistic signs about the way business is going at the moment TLRC posted some results recently which look very positive with profits being made in that group what was First Radio's contribution to that success?
1: Well we're particularly with, with that group we're kind of 50% owned by them alongside UTV so obviously that had a direct um, kind of support um, but, but generally across the board you know it's with these larger networks with your capital network and your smooth network um, it's, it gives us more opportunities to kind of do more interesting kind of uh, relevant stuff maybe you say for local communities that really kind of hammer home you know with what's happening in that local area and really could tie with some national activities as well so so it's, it's looking good at the moment lots of positive conversations I was going to ask, how does the market feel right now to you? Generally when I you know, when I came here today I said it's been absolutely busy, we've been, you know been rushed off our feet and there's there's a definite general buzz, people are starting to understand radio. You know, I think if anything the, the capital FM and the, the giant heart groups that capital are creating and, and GMG with the kind of smooth national, um, I think it's definitely making people understand radio, you know, and what we do we can have that national thing as well so you know it's three times the size of absolute 40 cent more listening hours than smooth radio uk and these national brands people are starting to believe in radio a bit more and understand radio as well which only helps us i'm glad you brought those figures along <laughs> with you <which laughs> is- have them write, written down just in case <laughs> i made a mistake cheers <laughs> jj we'll hear the
0: audio you've brought from the stations you're working with uh, shortly but also today uh, ben townsend's with us and uh, ben's recently graduated from nottingham university and you led urn to award-winning success in the student radio awards recently uh yeah
2: we had um yeah we had an amazing night uh 2010 awards uh it was it was just a combination really of a lot of the work that we kind of did without the year through loads of different people um I think one of the star presenters we had um, who ended up just coming out of the night brilliantly was Rob Howard who walked away with the Best Mail Award and also the Kevin Greening Award for Creativity which was amazing for him um, but no, we were really pleased with the two station awards that we got which were the Best Marketing and Station Sounds uh, which I've got bits from the entry here today and then the Station of the Year
0: so uh, yeah, it was, a, it was an amazing night and we were pretty exhausted And I have to say, if you are putting your Sony entries together at the moment, do have a look at URN's entry uh, for the (laughs) Best Marketing and Station Sound uh, competition in the Student Radio Awards. It's a cracking entry. It's... um, firstly it's visually stunning it's beautifully typeset some amazing photography on there it tells a really good story and uh it's a it's a kind of model entry for any awards competition
2: well yeah well we were just really lucky we had an amazing an amazing designer uh, called robin murphy uh, who put together uh, the graphics for the best marketing station sound and uh, the station of the year site and he redesigned our entire website um, so it, he really did an amazing job on that, and the writing uh, was mostly done by our brand manager at the time, Lou Nash, um, who put most of the words together. So it was a that one was a uh, was a team effort between the three of us, really putting the brand one together. Uh, but yeah, no, we were just very impressed with the way he did. We sent we sent away boring sheets of paper,
0: and Robin turned it into that. Well, I'll put a link to that on earshotcreative.com with your permission.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: U uh, R N. Now I guess one of Nottingham's heritage radio stations. It's been there longer than virtually any other station on the dial. Yeah, Trent's now become capital. Um, the
2: heart's now gone, but it's, it's become gem, and that's they've got a bit of local radio for the elderly. For the elderly. Uh,
0: the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's elderly compared with you. Well, yeah, I guess so. Uh, but there
2: isn't. Yeah, with with capi- with Trent gone, there isn't that kind of. Uh, that kind of music being played in or any, apart from the student stations so um, maybe we should maybe the student stations should really tap in on that and try and just do maybe publicise to the, to the local masses the only the, the only slight issue This is, this is always the dilemma with student radio in that as soon as you get more listeners there can be more people to complain if something goes slightly wrong as soon as you've got loads of people listening that becomes a big issue like uh, i think last year i think i think it was stationed in edinburgh a student station they had a slight mix-up with a competition that was running and someone listening didn't like the fact that they'd sent a free text and they hadn't got a cinema ticket worth four pounds and ofcom had to get involved and it must have been a slow news week because it ended up on the front page of the bbc edinburgh news and it was a very small kind of thing, which I imagine student stations kind of do up and down the country because presenters aren't quite aware of the of the regulations. And so you get into that kind of issue. If you've got suddenly loads of people listening, then you've got to become tighter and maybe that takes a little bit away from the student station. But it all, it all becomes quite complicated from that point. So we tend to just... Relax and pretend that it doesn't happen.
0: (laughs) But if you're going to make a mistake like that and get into trouble with Ofcom, better to do it on a student station than when you're running a national network. Yeah, you definitely learn from it. I mean, I
2: remember a couple of experiences when I was heading the station, I'd turn it on and I'd hear something that was just horrific, and I'd have to friend them and say, Look, could you just maybe don't do that? And I'd have to explain, and I'd then have meetings, and we'd kind of go through it. Because when you start broadcasting, you, you, you don't jump in and have months and months of training. You haven't done any broadcasting before. Most people start student radio without having any experience at all. My experience of radio. Before I joined uni was listening to it mm-hmm. And so it's a completely different way of thinking So yeah, no, you're right, anything that you can get wrong Get it wrong in student radio And then learn for
0: when you might get a job the And we're recording this edition of the podcast In a building which is virtually overlooking Waterloo Station I, I chose oh, yeah. this place <laughs> I chose this place as a metaphor for having a multi-platform vision
1: Right, right, right. Thank you See what I did there? Yes <laughs> Good
0: Let's get into the audio. JJ, what have you brought along?
1: Okay, so this is the first piece This is actually a station I was uh, while I was at uni as well. I worked here. It's up in Liverpool. It's called Juice FM. Um, this is some of their. Um, this, obviously, now we represent them nationally. This is some of their on-air production. Um, just before it plays, think of the Liverpool Marketplace. So you have the heritage station, which is Radio City, which has been there for ages. If you've never been to Liverpool before, you look up in the sky and they've got their logo and their name on a giant. Well, the studios on a giant tower in the sky. So everywhere you look, you can see it. So uh, that marketing briefs ticked off there straight away but so this is juice and and they've kind of reinvented themselves over the last five years um started off very young as a young station but obviously they those people have now grown and they've stayed listening so their kind of key uh, proposition is more music um and being local so it's music and local that's what the station stands for and um, this is produced by steve timmins at juice and hopefully that shows that Station. This is the best station in Liverpool. More music across Liverpool. Lots
2: of new
1: music. This is my favourite radio station.
2: Juice FM. Liverpool's more music station.
1: Music station. It's my station.
2: What's the best station
1: in world Love Adam and Leanne at breakfast.
2: It's always different.
1: different. This
0: is Liverpool's more music station. 107.6. Juice FM.
2: G7.
1: Let's go. I like all the
0: dance music. I like indie music as well. Though. I love sticking Kingsley on. Ultra Monkeys. I like you too as well. Liverpool's more music station. 107.6 G7. And it's really great, isn't it, to hear the Scout's accent totally. in the in the voice drops there.
1: Totally. And you know, I think that does exactly what it says on the can. It says it's Liverpool. It says it's about music, and it says it's passionate and about the place it's from. The last bit at the end, at the end
2: of the last item, I couldn't work out what she said because she just sounded so excited. <laughs> Do, can you remember the script of what it was? Cause ju- Does not matter? Well, that was. The, it was just the last one. I heard the rest of it, but just that last one, it just sounded like she got really, really into whatever it was that she was hearing. That's the power of Juice what? FM. It gets
1: people <laughs> so excited they don't know what they're speaking about. <laughs> Short creative review. Okay, then so the second piece brought along was a recent promotion um, that we did with Arcadia Group. Now obviously retail promotions on the radio aren 't on anything new um, or groundbreaking, but what 's really nice about this is how their whole marketing campaign for the new stores it was a new BHS home store in Belfast, um, and their whole marketing campaign was done just using radio um, so whereas traditionally they would use kind of mail drop um, obviously they used radio or, or press radio was really key in this campaign um, and it was done over a Christmas period so obviously a lot of radio listening obviously a lot of TV at that time but targeting to just Belfast may have been hard on TV um, so with, with radio they used both the stations uh, in the Belfast area so U105 and City Beat and there was various different promotional executions there was kind of three weeks worth of different promotions presenter appearances and online actives as well so it's a really nice whole campaign that really shows the power of radio this piece here I've used um, just because it kind of what I liked about it is it has its presenter voiced, and I just think it really shows how kind of radio is that trusted medium and how people trust their presenters that they kind of wake up to and listen to every day um, and this is by Keith Law at City Beat um, and it's the, one of the promos used for the promotion Do you have the nerve to keep calm? Think you know when to shout stop?
0: All this week, we're celebrating the launch of the brand new BHS Home, now open in Hollywood Retail Park. Win up to £100 to spend in store with me, Glenn Pavis, on City Beat Drive Time. We'll read out different amounts, just shout stop, and the next amount you hear is what you'll win to spend in store. Get something bright for the bathroom, or something kitsch for the kitchen. Wait too long, and you'll walk home with nothing. Go to citybeat.co.uk for more info and another chance to win £100 to spend in-store. Win all this week with BHS Home, now open in Hollywood Retail Park. I guess one obvious thing to do with that creative would have been to take... The audio from the competition being played on on air and demonstrating the jeopardy of the mechanic—it's the it's the bomb game mechanic basically, isn't it? Um, but your point about using the presenter and bringing them front of stage to to introduce things and to hold your hand in a friendly way—I thought really comes through in that.
1: Yeah, definitely, especially at Christmas time as well. It's that kind of time where. You know, people are together and so that really works really well and again puts the presenter and the talent at the forefront of the promotion. And it's restrained production it's not over
0: the top in terms of the effects and the layering and the way that voice has been edited, it's very
1: conversational it's really simple and it comes across really well and, and kind of wants to make you find out more definitely. Because it could quite easily be a lot scarier actually, you know, uh, what you mentioned at the beginning, it was quite relaxed
2: and it was quite open and even though the concept can be quite intimidating if you're on air and then you might walk away with nothing, it could be made an awful lot scarier but i guess if it was for the kind of christmas break and the kind of holiday season and just oh look we're giving away uh, we want you to win the money we don't want to terrify
0: you into uh, into the fact you might get nothing yeah. and bhs is a brand i guess that wants you to feel comfortable
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> totally it's all about living in the home and being relaxed in their new home store so i think i think that does really well it's very positive very upbeat and, and i like say quite simple but but gets the message across of something that's you know quite a standard radio promotion and what are you able to say about the results for that, that campaign? Did you do a post-campaign analysis? We did, we were presenting it on Friday of all, of all times. Um, yeah, and no, it was very positive and it was um, what was really nice is used in conjunction with the other station which is an older 45 plus station so actually what maybe we should have done is bought some of their creative as you could see the difference in how the same message and the same activity uh, was done on, on two different stations and sounds um, but it was a very positive, very positive story for radio I think. And one other piece of audio you brought along comes from a Not a million miles from uh, where I'm based It's Eagle Radio It's Eagle Radio uh, in uh, Guildford and Surrey This is They're currently running this activity on air at the moment Um, It's kind of a new year promotion Um, What I really like is the mechanic It's it's really simple but it's a great hours builder um, Which I think really works on on this station So just to very quickly go through the mechanic Um, So it's over the weekend You listen out for for an artist You call in uh, to register to play and then on Monday morning uh, the breakfast show call about one person if you have to pick up the phone and say the name of the artist it's you know just nice simple hours build at the start of the year people want to short of cash want to win money um, again what I like about um, this piece of activity is the use of one of the winners in it, it makes it feel real and obviously it's quite a nice cash prize and again it's it's quite a simple piece of creative but comes brings the story through really well someone is having a good start to the new year Madonna.
0: Yeah! Who's that? It's Yvonne. Yvonne, you're a thousand pound richer this morning.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> Eagle Radio's Grand Weekend has, has returned. returned. You
0: can be in with a chance of winning a grand. Make sure you listen at 9am, midday and 3pm on Saturday and Sunday to hear the Grand Weekend Artist. Call in to register your number and then at 745 on Monday, if your phone rings, just say the artist's name to win the grand. You need a thousand pounds. Giving away another one thousand pounds every weekend. Eagle Radio's Grand Weekend with Barrett Holmes. New new central
1: new thinking new apartments for working eagle and yeah that's colin mcginnis at ukrd production i think he's done a really good job on that Um, and the grand weekend is a really good player name really for the promotion
0: just explain what was in it for the sponsor well
1: what did they want to get out of that the sponsor wanted kind of the association with something that that this has been done kind of quite a few years i believe at the station so it's a really high profile campaign uh, that kind of the listeners know and look forward to every year. Um, additionally, there was kind of multi-platform elements. So online, within the uh, Grand Weekend page, there was a lot of client information about Barrett Homes and access and data capture and that kind of thing, which a lot of radio stations now are using online, um, in commercial radio, to so really drive through that response and, and you know, it's working really well for everyone.
0: And Ben, in terms of uh, student radio, do you have that kind of relationship with advertisers and sponsors?
2: We tend to get uh, prizes, so uh, we get tickets from the Royal... Uh, theater concert hall we get Savoy cinema tickets we 'd give away things like that um, because it was in a way it was kind of easier to run. The sponsors knew exactly what they were doing. they were giving us a surprise, we would promote it and then release the tickets. It was a lot easier for us than try to then put a trail together and as a student station you know we 're not professional, so the trail might not sound as they were expecting it. if they expect it to sound like trend Fm chances are it 's not going to so we kind of we just wanted to let them know that what they could give us we what we'd be able to give in return be to be realistic really and not try to say that we could sell what commercial radio could to them because you know we couldn't and our reach isn't the same so uh, we did prizes and
1: uh, and shout outs and things like that and just did it in a kind of student to student way. My previous experience with student radio it's very very similar and, and it works well because you know students love free stuff as they say so you you're giving away the, the prizes it's you know it's good content for the shows as well um, and then it's kind of happy, happy clients all around as well.
0: Well JJ thanks for bringing your audio along from your associate stations at uh, First Radio and I I do like the production on the Eagle there from Colin McGinnis. I think we're going to have to get Colin on the podcast at uh, at some point. Do you think he'd come on?
1: I'm sure he would. The earshot. Earshot. Creative. Creative. Review. Review. Sponsored. Actually sponsored by Hobsons. Hobsons. <laughs> 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 Excuse
0: me. (laughs) Yes, it's the Earshot Creative Review. I'm Steve Martin. We've got JJ here from First Radio. And now we're going to hear audio from Ben Townsend. Yes. um, First thing I bought today uh,
2: was basically something i tried to uh, just to challenge myself really i think the it was the best thing about student radio in that if you had an idea and something you could do with radio you could just do it there was no one you really had to kind of go through and chat to if you wanted to do something like this um so i'd been listening to radio one's uh one uh, made by music four which i just thought were brilliant like a way of putting it was putting the, the four note sonic logo onto the beginning of the track which branded the song as being played on radio one i thought that was great so i thought I would try and see if I could create that myself, uh, it was a challenge to me more than anything else so um, I had to make the aud- and UIN didn't have an audio logo so I had to make that up, so I made up something that was very very simple because I thought if I make this too complicated I'm never going to be able to put it into songs, so I did it slightly differently to, uh, to Radio 1 um in that it goes in the middle of the song, uh, in the middle of the intro as a kind of uh, part of the ramp rather than at the beginning. Again, because I think it was just slightly easier to be able to put them together and uh, you know I didn't want to copy radio 1 entirely. Here is my remedy.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Student radio for Nottingham.
2: This is URL I can see you stalking like a
1: butterfly. Student radio for This is URN. i a little bit too much. This is URN.
0: And that Sonic logo becomes more and more apparent the more of those you hear. Mm. And um, I think my
2: favourite thing about the intros was the fact we didn't have any jingle singers, so we had no-one to actually sing the Sonic logo in the different keys. So what you're hearing there um, is a combination of the voiceovers we were using at the time, Dave Kelly and Fran Guy stuck through a vocoder, and then they sing the uh, the notes. So i kind of intrigued. I wonder if they know that they're essentially singing now as well as voiceovers. They're now actually jingle singers for us. Uh, the only drawback is those would take me hours to make you know they take about three hours to make because i'd um sometimes i'd take bits from the song and change the pitches to make them fit and then other times i'd uh well i'd usually do that and then sometimes i'd add it with some extra uh, virtual instruments so some vsts and some other things from um from cubase just to try and pad it out a little bit more and just to make it sound a bit more like the song was playing it but they were they were a lot of fun to do but they did take a long time (laughs) and how
0: did you brief the jocks on the station to use them
2: uh, Presented would kind of use them if they had kind of done a, a link that was very funny and they didn't kind of want to, you know, to stop the link and go, and this is this song. You kind of just hit the song straight away, it goes into it, you get the branding and it just makes the station sound a lot kind of firmer and a lot punchier and a lot more exciting. It draws your attention forwards. Yeah, yeah. rather than kind of every link, you know... Ent- beginning with what that song was
0: then link then that was the link about chocolate and now we're going to have this and it kind of it just helped it flow as i'm listening to you talking i'm realizing that you've been able in a few short years at urn to learn really quickly about progression and flow and pacing and and clock hour formats yeah i mean it was a brilliant
2: way of just trying things and you know we got a lot of things wrong at the same time but um we were able to listen back to them and go okay so that doesn't work at all and we uh we encourage every single presenter on the station to listen back to their shows and to just critique themselves but you were your own boss so however much you learned and how much you pushed yourself was your own doing so if you weren't that interested or just wanted to do a little show you could but if you really wanted to move on there was so much more you could do
0: I sense you were in the latter group.
2: Uh, well, yeah, I did a music degree, so I had roughly three hours of lectures a week. So if mm-hmm. I didn't go mental, I needed something else to do with my time. So, you know, just did,
0: thought student radio would be brilliant fun. And what's the next piece of audio? Uh,
2: the next piece, um, I mentioned that we'd used Dave Kelly and Frank Guy as our voiceover artists, and we'd used them for a few years. Um, and then at the 2009 Student Radio Awards, uh, we got feedback from our marketing and station sound entry uh, that we got silver for that we... They didn't like the fact we were using Dave Kelly and Fran. Um, They... Just want, they wanted more students on it, uh, and we were getting this feedback uh, like Matt Fisher, a radio one um, he 'd he'd written that, actually you know really liked the entry, but he just didn 't want to hear Dave Kelly on the student stations, so we went out and we did a whole campus wide search and an audition process and then at the end of the search once sure we found our voiceovers we made this trail. Um, this show was made uh, by zis Anderson in our um, production team, and um, it just mapped out the process in a bit more of a fun way and provided the link between. One day we're using Dave Kelly, and the next day we're using Student Voices. You are in! Have a brand new sound. sound. For the last few weeks, we've searched across campus high and low to find the very best voices to represent your student radio station. And some were good.
1: Rebecca, and this is URN. I'm Rob and this is URN. Hi, I'm Abby. This is
2: URN. Hi, I'm Claire and this is URN. Hi, I'm Tom Breeson and this is URN. On campus and online. URN1350.net. But some not so good. On campus, on third, on uni campus, campus online. Session
1: Bodlington 1602. Oh, Hi. This is Rob Digweed. You're listening to URN. It's great.
0: And so we present to you the brand new voices of
2: URN. Libby. Hi. And Lewis. Hello.
1: On campus and online.
2: This is URN. It's the kind of excuse
0: Well, I don't know how many voices there were in there. It must be a dozen <laughs> or 20. But, you know, everyone who's in that promo must have told all their mates to listen out for it. Well, that was
2: kind of the idea. We wanted to... We wanted to use a load of the voices that we'd collected around and just throw them in and show how many people were at least now aware that even, you know, if they'd never heard of EuroM before, they'd suddenly done a voiceover for it. And um, the end bit, it's the kind of noise students make, uh, was an idea that um, Lou, the uh, brand manager, came up with, which I thought was a really good line. I I wouldn't put it in idents specifically, but I thought it was a really good, in a way, representation of the student station because actually noise maybe what happens a lot on student radio rather than clean polished radio so I thought actually the kind of noise students make
0: has quite a nice feel for the state. But it's the truth, isn't it? And Matt Fisher when he gave you feedback on your previous awards entry was absolutely right. If you want to be a believable brand now, you've got to be authentic. And in terms of audio production on a radio station, that means being comfortable in your own skin, not aping the sound of someone else. Yeah, you know, you don't have to try and sound like Radio One. You don't have to have all of the zings
2: and the effects and the really tight production that you might get on Radio One or Capital Radio in order for it to sound like you because what ends up happening what could end up happening sorry is that you have all of this amazing kind of sound effects it all sounds really tight you go into the tracks and then it comes out and there's three seconds when there's silence and then you hear fumble 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 is this the mic or is it on oh yeah and then you kind of get a presenter that doesn't represent the imaging whatsoever
0: jj when you're talking to clients where are they with this whole authenticity debate at the moment are they hope are they happy to be open and transparent about warts and all
1: it's, it's a very tricky area you know every brand manager at a, a brand or an agency wants to have their product seen as perfect and, and exactly it's crystal clear shining up in heaven so to speak <laughs> um, you know uh, but whereas actually I think what you are saying there about the, you know on the student you know make it sound a bit rough around the edges make it sound because that's what student lifestyles is you know it's mm-hmm. about being a bit creative a bit fun you know you uh, what you said before there about challenging yourself you know I think that's great and it's all about kind of just going for it being creative and, and, and having it and, and those pr- promotion those so, so productions really really show that especially that last one
0: well we mentioned multi-platform a little bit earlier on and we've got now some production which really uses uh, the fact that uh, every student's got a facebook profile
2: yeah well the, these next uh, these next things uh, were they were a lot of fun uh they were jingles that we created uh for the students union election show uh, which was broadcast every- single day during the second week of the SU election so when all the uh, students are are campaigning to try and uh, become part of the students union exec and I wrote these jingles because um, we invite them down onto the show and uh, just to kind of get to know them a little bit more because they take themselves and some people in these student unions take themselves very very seriously and they create these kind of strong brands and suddenly the whole campus becomes really political and it is very funny Looking at some people, be very, very critical of other people's campaigns, and oh, you can't be doing this. And then a very simple thing like going on Facebook and noticing something like the environmental officer is part of a group called Jeremy Clarkson for PM is just brilliant. And so these jingles um, were a way of making light of their whole brand and just being tongue in cheek, and also making light of the fact that actually, if you want to find something out about someone, you go on Facebook. But it's not clever journalism. It's
1: time for the bit of the show doesn't have a name where we basically go on Facebook to try to put you to shame we look at your pics and check out your groups and see if there's anything bad and if there is we'll point them all out and hope that you won't get mad that's really clever really. it just stands out doesn't it It's so way away and it's great
2: uh, well yeah they, they're just a bit fun we did them for every day uh, they were done they were recorded by uh Four friends of mine um, who put together this little barbershop crew, they called the Hit and Run Barbershop. And uh, so I wrote these jingles. That I had to, you know, because uh, they're, they're all music students, uh, well, no, they all uh, sung in choirs and things, so I had to write these all out with full notation and print them off. And so they had the full scores in front of them, and they'd, we'd just bring them out to the studio, give them each a microphone, and just hit record. You know, there wasn't anything clever about it, we didn't do too much with it. Uh, I think we downloaded actually, yeah, I don't know if they know this, but we downloaded a demo of auto-tune that allows you to use it for a week and then just <laughs> just turn it on slightly just as if that it. was needed well absolutely uh, and we put a you know we put a bit of crackle on it and but we did one for every uh, every day of the week and it changed each time um you know well, should we listen to us here tuesday tuesdays all right <laughs>
0: It's time for a bit of the show
1: that doesn't have a name. If there are things on your Facebook, you have only yourself to
0: blame. Today is the sporty guys who like to go out on the lash. We wonder if there are any pictures of a meeting bugger. Hey, you can get away with that once a week.
2: Well, that was the thing. But the best thing was, is everyone who was there. During the show, because most of the people that came on the show, we had uh, at least two, three guests every single day, different guests. Uh, most we had, I think, six were running for Democracy and Communications Officer. And um, every time they came down, they laughed at the end of those jingles and they just found it funny. And they'd tell people that they'd
0: heard them, and people listened to the podcast. Excellent. Now, I must ask you, because you've both been in uh, student radio at one stage or another, and uh, a few days ago, Clive Dickens was quoted in The Guardian saying that student radio is now the place that traditional commercial radio is going for new talent. And I wonder whether whether you found Ben in your URN work that that's been useful to you to help you get interviews, to get jobs. Um I think it I think it can be quite tricky. Um just
2: to say that student radio is a way in because I think what happens sometimes is people will do student radio, they'll do really well at their own show and they'll have a lot of uh, expertise in what they did at student radio and then they'll leave and they'll kind of expect that there is, you know, that that is a way in straight away. You know, they've done student radio so they can kind of automatically jump in. Why would they think that? What you end up guessing a lot of the time is I mean I've been to a number of of talks and conferences with various people and the amount of times that the person in front of you will stand up and say I used to do student radio and it happens all the time. I mean I think that's probably why they then come and talk to us to kind of say look we're in the industry you can be too and the amount of times we hear that. At the student radio awards you get Andy Parfit from Radio One standing up on stage and saying you know how much we're the future of radio and all of this stuff and then but at the same time, you're very aware that the only person Radio 1 have hired that is such high-profile is Greg James. You know, he's, he's, he's the poster for the Student Radio Awards. It's brilliant. Him. he's done amazingly well. But he, you know, he is a brilliant person when you meet him. He's a very funny guy. It's not that Student Radio... Um, made him as such he was you know he was already very very good student radio just kind of gave him the platform to do the radio thing and uh, uh, like Max Dickens um, who was on Absolute I think he did kind of stand up comedy um, either during his time at student radio or before his time so I mean he you know he's he's on Absolute now and he did student radio but he had a lot more with him as well I think um, student radio gives you a really good platform but I think it's it's needing
0: other experience as well that helps you kind of get a job. But JJ, behind the scenes, doing production... Working with potential advertisers, student radio has got to be one of the best places right now to learn that.
1: Yeah, totally, um, and I agree with what Clive said in the article. We, here's my my old boss, so I better be nice about him. But no, I do, I do agree, um, and I think you know he made some, some valid points in that. As actually, with student radio, they're actually at the forefront of the kind of the digi- digital native, so to speak. So actually, you know, um, ben I saw in your application here where you talked about kind of Google Maps and using all that kind of activity. I think it's great that now student radio um, and students are using this technology first, understanding it. So when they are um, outside and, and graduates, they're, they're one step ahead and they've used the technology, embraced it um, and, and can deliver it through through radio activity. It's, it's having... Experience outside of student radio, and not thinking that student radio is
2: enough to get you the job straight away. I mean, you know, I've I've, I've done this show with uh, Five Live in this chart of the week, but that is the only professional thing I've done. I don't have a, a job at the moment. I'm uh, in. I've applied. I've put a few applications in this weekend uh, for various jobs um, in the industry. Uh, but I'm just hoping that student radio experience will help me, rather
0: than kind of being the be-all and end-all of why I should get a job. You've heard his stuff. His name is Ben Townsend. There's a link at EarshotCreative.com. Do check out his CV. It's the Earshot Creative Review. I'm with JJ from First Radio. He's the sponsorship and promotions account manager there. And also Ben Townsend, who's recently graduated from uh, Nottingham University lot of success with URN. Now, we're going to hear some stuff that's caught your ear shortly, but first, let me tell you about a new earshot competition. How would you like to win a free voiceover session with an artist from Hobson's? Yeah, Ooh, very nice. I need a station to put him on, <laughs> but uh, one step at a time. Well, our sponsor, Hobson's, has kindly set aside an hour of studio time with engineer Jonathan, who you may have heard in the last podcast, and a selection of their finest voices for one lucky earshot. Listener to pick from. Now, this competition is open to anybody with a radio station or a production business. You could be in commercial radio, public radio, maybe you've got a university or community station you're working at. So long as you love making great radio production, then you're in. And all you have to do to enter this competition is correctly identify the mystery Hobson's voices from a clever montage which is still in production. Uh, and then, as a tiebreaker, express in creative audio why you deserve to win. Now, we'll be revealing this audio montage of Secret Hobson's Voices in the next edition of the podcast. So, yeah, I know this feels like we've kind of missed a deadline and we're just stringing this out, uh, but it does give you the opportunity to get to know the voices on the Hobson's website now and get a head start even before we set the challenge
1: we'll get, we'll get away with that one I think Okay.
0: Anyway that's your advantage Don't say we don't help you out So Steve's tip for the day is to get onto HelloHobsons.com Have a poke around and get to know the voices There's hundreds of them there so you'll thank me for giving you a heads up on this one HelloHobsons.com And in the next podcast We will play you that montage of Mystery Voices.
1: The InShot Creative Review, sponsored by Hobson's.
0: Okay, let's hear some stuff that's caught our attention recently and inspired us. And let's go to you, JJ, first off.
1: Yes, this is a piece from the Today Network over in Oz. Um, it was at the back end of the year, um, and it's the Hamish and Andy Thank You Tour. So, great great marketing piece of marketing activity um which was basically live live radio shows across five different states across australia um and when these when the australians do it they don't do it by half so these are huge events in stadiums with you know big um big ob's and um even U two came along and took part in an on-air prank so you can imagine the size of these pieces of activity this is um the the opening package for their final show um, and it's—I just think it's a really nice campaign, and um, yeah, let's hear the audience. You know, over this week, Hamish and Andy have travelled across, across
0: five states to thank
1: as many people as possible for listening to their radio show. I'm sure you'll agree that would take its toll on anyone, and the guys are pretty thank-sauced. So, to perform the final thanking, the radio station has gathered odds and ends and built a robot called... Frankenstein! Frankenstein.
0: He'll run the final show and give Hamish and Andy a rest. <laughs>
1: Hamish and Andy quickly killed that robot because as if they're gonna let a cleverly named droid stop them from coming to you live from the Sydney Meyer Music Bowl in Melbourne for their final show. Final show of the thank
0: you <laughs> tour. They're gonna be missed from radio, aren't they?
1: Totally, and that was what a great way to go out with a thank you tour and you know great huge events across across the country. Yeah, wow.
0: And just tell me why you like that production.
1: Production-wise, I think it's really strong. There's a really nice story with it. The creative of the the Frankenstein, um, the, the you know the, the build of it um, into the into the final show of the tour, it just it just works really nice and it cuts through I think on the air really well. Thank you, JJ. Ben.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've bought um, i bought something slightly different. I bought something from student radio uh, from a different student station. Uh, it's from you. It's from URB, uh, the station in Bath, and it's advertising the. Slightly, well, you know, the slightly less glamorous areas of student radio that people can get involved in.
0: Be involved
2: with URB Engineering. Do you like electricity?
0: Enjoy working in hot enclosed spaces? Join the engineering team and help keep the technical end of the station in tip-top order.
2: Online.
0: Do you like the colour purple?
2: Enjoy talking in
1: PHP?
0: Join the online
2: team and help keep the website purple and working. Do you like out geeking your
0: mates? Talented at plugging in cables? Join the URB IT team and keep the literally tens of computers processing to the max.
1: Be involved. Email URB-training at bath.ac.uk.
2: My favourite bit about that trail is in the middle. It says, "Do you like website? Help keep the website purple." It sounds like less of a kind of uh, advert to get you involved, and sounds more like a campaign group, doesn't it? <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, but I really, I really like that because I mean, in terms of production, it's got you know, you've got a, you've got some uh, some things at the beginning and the end. You've got a voiceover all the way through, and a, just a running music track. You know, there's they haven't tried to throw anything else really, and they've put a filter on the uh, on the voiceover bit just to kind of distinguish her from the presenter esque. Um, but they have. Haven't really done anything else with it. It's just very, very straightforward. But it's the script writing that I really liked. It was just, it was a very good way of selling something that you know doesn't sound very exciting. Essentially, I mean, how do you sell engineering? I mean, you've you've got to. I th- I don't think anyone do you like, like
0: electricity well, is exactly. lovely. <laughs> it's,
2: it's a much better way than trying to. I mean, how do you summarise what an engineer does at a radio station on an advert? I mean, anyone who's interested in engineering is not going to listen to that. They're just going to think, oh, I can do that. I'll have a look at the station, you know. But it's just a much more entertaining listen for anyone else going, actually, you know, they're making this sound. But if they can make dull stuff like keeping a computer going exciting, what can they do with the rest of the station? And I just, I really liked it. And I, um, you know, I thought just from the basis of that trail, they should probably have got better than bronze.
0: And what have I heard? Well, this is uh, sharp, slick. And huge, it's time in British radio for someone to set a new standard in top of the hour sequences. And guess who's done it? Capital F S.
1: Capital F M. South Coast. At ten o'clock, thousands of students will be protesting today as MPs decide whether to scrap a thirty pound a week allowance for the poorest teenagers. Capital. Let's go. Right now, a whole bunch of tunes for your Wednesday afternoon, including Usher, B.O.B., B., Katy Perry. But first, is Kesha at Capital.
2: Capital reports, I'm Claire Miller. Ladies
1: and, Ladies and gentlemen and gentlemen, go!
2: So this is The Bass round with more of the biggest hits for your Wednesday afternoon from Kesha, Usher, JLS. We'll kick off with Katy Perry at Capital.
1: Capital I know a place. Gentlemen and gentlemen. Roberto. Zoe and Gilly's back on Capital Breakfast tomorrow morning. That's right now. Hello. Let's get going with the big hits for Wednesday at work on the South Coast,
2: starting with JLS. Capital FM.
0: Isn't that amazing? Amazing sounding top of the hour sequence there. Howard Ritchie's the station voice. And I know from chatting to the guys at Global, they spent something like two years with Howard Uh, getting the effects on his voice just right, getting that right on the London station before they were ready to release that sound, that incredible sound, on the new national network. And it does sound amazing. Uh, And Arden Hanley from Global has pledged to come back onto the Earshot Creative Review in a few months, once everything's settled down there, uh, to tell that story of Capital's national launch in full. I'm looking forward to that. Two years is a long time to set a
2: voiceover. You know, I could never welcome student radio.
0: But I know if you have a voice that you you're booking week in, week out, you get to know little nuances of their voice, you understand how to to write for them, you understand how to process their voice to get the very best out of it. And it does take month after month in order to just get that into the, the real sweet spot that you know is just, just right for, in this case, a national release.
1: I think that's one of you know if I could look at anything that I would like to change about the role we do within looking after multiple different radio stations It's there's so many different station voices and there's so you know that they're used for different pieces of activity so I think that's really nice actually I suppose for, for the guys at Global uh, from that production point of view that they can really get to know the voice and, and get the best out of it and deliver the best in production so Arden will be on the Earshot Creative Review in a few months' time. We'll let you know exactly when.
0: And we're also talking to a few other people to come on. Uh, Julian Treasure, you may have seen his TED Talks online. They're great. He's a sound design and branding expert based in London. Uh, hoping to get him on soon. And also French management superstar and former radio production god Sam Sniber, now with Radio Intelligence. He'll be with us in a special edition that's coming from the Radio Days Europe conference in Copenhagen. That's in March. We're talking to Orion Media in Birmingham about doing something up there. And Five Lives, Ross Ford, will be with us at some point too. So lots of good reasons to stick with us here on the Earshot Creative Review, plus, of course, our competition with Hobsons, where you can win a voice session. Listen, let me thank you, JJ, and you, Ben, for being with us this time. It's been a great pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah, it's been fun. And we'll see you next time on the Earshot Creative Review.
2: The Earshot Creative Review.
0: For show notes, photos, links, and details of how
1: you can be part of the Earshot Creative Review, find us at earshotcreative.com.